twowayradios.com, check, check. Bytwowayradios.com. Recorded almost live from Rock Hill, South Carolina. It's the Two Way Radio Show. And welcome to the Two-Way Radio Show. I'm Rick Savoy. I'm Danny Feemster. And I'm Anthony Roquet. And this is the podcast about two-way radios for business and consumer communications. Today we'll tell you about a proposal by the FCC to completely reform the Part 95 rules for personal radio services, including the FRS, GMRS, CB, and more. We'll tell you what those proposed changes are, when they may rule on them, and speculate on how they may affect the consumer two-way radio market. We'll also review the Midland MXT-115 Micromobile GMRS two-way radio and take some of your questions from our blog and our forums at twowayradioforum.com. Our show is sponsored by BuyTwoWayRadios.com, the source of two-way radios and radio accessories for businesses and consumers since 2002. Enter the promo code SHOW at checkout and save an additional 5% off your order. BuyTwoWayRadios.com, your radio specialists. In June 2010, the FCC proposed major changes to personal radio services such as the GMRS. WT Docket Number 10-119 included proposals such as lowering the power limits of GMRS radios to 2 watts, changing the allowance for GMRS repeaters, and, most notably, eliminating the individual license requirement for GMRS radios. Now, after seven long years, the FCC finally considered a ruling on these proposed changes. And more. The ruling didn't limit these changes to the GMRS, but affected FRS, CB, MERS, and other personal radio services. In effect, the FCC isn't merely wanting to change Part 95 rules. They're planning to reform them. That's right. And uh, I can just say I'm thankful that it's finally uh, looks like it's happening. We have some movement. I think we've been talking about this as long as we've had this podcast for sure. Absolutely. Yes. And um, not so publicly, but as long as we've been selling radios since 2002, we've we've talked about how antiquated kind of the FRS GMRS rules are. Looked like in June of 2010, we had some movement. We were going to make some changes and maybe repair some issues and uh, seven years of waiting. <laughs> and now we have something. I mean, this isn't final. This could still be rejected. I believe that there's a meeting when, Rick, May 18th? Is that yes. Right? Um, the uh, next FCC Open Commission meeting is May 18th, 2017. And uh, they, they stream this live at the FCC.gov website. Uh, so you can actually get up uh, online and watch it. Uh, but they're going to bring it up, this proposal up, for consideration. And uh, depending on how it goes there, well, we may just have uh, a new set of uh, Part 95 rules in effect at some point soon. Yeah, if they accept this proposal on the 18th, then licensing will no longer be necessary for most bubble pack types of FRS, GMRS radios. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess we need to go through some of the changes that this document makes. It's There are some differences, considerable differences, in what they're actually proposing to do now and what they proposed to do in June of 2010. 
Mm-hmm. Basically, in, in 2010, they put forth a proposal and they asked for feedback. They got... They got uh, it. <laughs> I want to say they got 100 to 200 comments um, on that document. And here's seven years later, we have an update. And I really like what they proposed. I think it's a, a really good compromise. Uh, some things are a little odd the way they've handled FRS and GMRS, but um, it, it, it makes sense seem, if you think about how they're doing it. It does seem a little convoluted to me when you look at all of the frequency allotments between FRS and GMRS. It does seem a little confusing, um, but yeah. apparently they've got it Apparently they've got it organized. Well, the big controversy was uh, the FCC in 2010 said, hey, we're thinking about getting rid of licensing for GMRS entirely since no one seems to be getting a license and there's so many radios out there that uh, for sale for, you know, you could get a pack of radios for $30 mm-hmm. and nobody's going to pay $80 for the license or it doesn't seem like anyone is. Um, I believe in the document, the um, FCC quoted uh, that Garmin had said they had sold over 500,000 of their radios. And Garmin isn't one of the big manufacturers of radios. Yeah, I mean, right. if Garmin has sold half a million radios. Then Motorola has sold considerably more than that. I mean, millions and millions and millions. Um, well, there were only 40,000 GMRS licenses in the database. <laughs> <laughs> so, so somebody's using those radios. So, yeah, n- effectively no one is getting a license, and that's a problem. And the FCC wanted to address it by getting rid of the licensing requirement entirely, making it work sort of like CB. But a lot of the feedback that they got said, hey, we, we really like the license requirement for GMRS because – there are some advanced GMRS users that like uh, to use repeaters and high-powered radios and mobile radios. And if you have unlicensed people that don't know what they're doing using equipment, they can cause interference for people that uh, are using it the way it's intended. I and think the general concern for a lot of those GMRS users uh, who've paid for their licenses and are, are using them or, or playing by the rules, so to speak, They've looked at CB and what happened to CB and uh, how they considered the whole CB service has basically been trashed. And um, they don't want that to happen to GMRS. So I can understand that. I can respect that that uh, concern because well, I think it's a real one. Uh, sure, but you could also argue, as I did um, many times, that if you've already got that scenario, if you've got – 10 million unlicensed radios out there what's the difference between that and what you've got with cb no one's licensing them anyway yeah i mean it's already done it's already done deal um but i think they've drawn a pretty good line and and basically what it comes down to essentially is gmrs is still going to require a license but they're just redefining what gmrs is the radios that um, you see in Walmart and Target and a lot of the, the radios that we sell in a two-pack that are made by Midland, Motorola, Uniden, Cobra, those radios are now going to be FRS radios. They're not going to be GMRS radios. Even though they're going to still support the same channels and the same frequencies that they supported before, um, they're going to be FRS only. FRS is going to be limited to two watts instead of half a watt, even though some channels are still going to be limited to half a watt. There are going to be some two watt channels and higher powered radios than two watts that operate on those same frequencies would be GMRS 
would have to be labeled differently and you'd have to have a license to use them. Mm-hmm. Um, if your equipment is capable of using a repeater, that would be a GMRS product and you would have to have a license to use it. So what I think you're gonna end up with is most likely the radios that you see in Bass Pro Shops and that are gonna be FRS only. You won't be able to get a repeater capable radio that's GMRS or license requiring. I'm guessing there. Well, this is a big win for FRS users in general, because when you look at everything, I mean, um, well, um, let's uh, take a brief moment, take a look at the uh, FRS changes and and what that's going to do for FRS users. Sure. FRS would now have 22 channels. Um, The 22 channels that FRS has or is going to have, assuming this is accepted, are going to be the same 22 channels that um, are in your current FRS slash GMRS radio that you bought, you know, a year ago. That that radio that's now FRS GMRS is going to be an FRS only radio, most likely, assuming it's two watts or less, assuming this is passed. Um, So FRS expands to 22 channels. FRS would have a higher wattage. Uh, Most channels would be allowable up to two watts of power. There's still going to be the Channels 8 through 14 that were limited to half a watt before, they're still going to be limited to half a watt of power. Um, some other small changes they've made are that FRS radios can now transmit some digital data. They're kind of specific as to what type of digital data they can transmit, and it's, it's GPS-oriented location-type data. Um, previously, Garmin had received a, an exception uh, to the rules allowing Garmin only to transmit location data along with uh, or over an FRS frequency. Now that's expanded to anyone, but there are some um, limits. For example, you can only, um, a radio can only make a request like once every 30 seconds or transmit right. once every, something well, like there, that. There's, uh, well, you can also send um, short text messages, and those text messages need to be sent in one second bursts. They can't be, the duration of that mm-hmm. send can't be longer than one second. That's right. So, um, I know somebody might get excited when they hear digital data and think, um, oh, now we're going to see DMR or yeah. <laughs> uh, FDMA, TDMA type um, signaling on FRS, and that is not going to happen. Explicitly in the document, that is prohibited it's analog only, and um, in the document, the FCC talks about that at length, and they believe that they want they want it to be as open as possible, and they want it to be useful for emergencies. So they've prohibited scrambling, whereas previously scrambling was prohibited, but not explicitly. They had made yeah. a special rule to prohibit scrambling. Now it's it's in the document. You can't do any can't kind do of it. scrambling at all on uh, FRS or GMRS. Um, importantly, FRS is now licensed by rule. Um, FRS was previously licensed by rule, but most of the radios also supported GMRS, so technically a license was required. Uh, now, if you're buying a two-pack of radios that are labeled FRS, you will not need a license, and those radios will be just as capable as, in fact, they'll probably be the same models that you can buy today that are labeled FRS slash GMRS. Um, moving on to GMRS, some of the changes are GMRS would now have uh, 30 channels. What they've done is added the seven or eight channels that were previously FRS only. 
they have added to GMRS, and then there are uh, repeater channels as well that were there previously. Um, GMRS can still be used with repeaters. GMRS radios may transmit digital data. This is exactly the same thing we just talked about with FRS, with location, text messaging. Um, so th those rules are, apply across both uh, services. GMRS still requires a license, um, but instead of a license being valid for five years, a license is now going to be valid for 10 years. So, just, like, just like ham radio. Yeah. yeah, so effectively they've uh, cut the price in half. Uh, they're keeping the same rules regarding who can get a license and who it applies to. One license covers your uh, immediate and some extended family members. Um, pretty liberal as far as you know who's yeah. covered. You get a license. One license will pretty much cover you and everyone that's related to you in, in any way. Aunts, uncles, I believe, uh, children, grandchildren. Um, now, they still wild. left the grandfather clause in for um, – uh, businesses, if the business still has, you know, has their old license back in the day when businesses were allowed to use GMRS, and as long as they keep that license up, it looks like uh, they're still grandfathered in. I think that was the case before. Right. Um, um, interestingly, now, uh, as far as business use, a lot of businesses were using FRS GMRS radios, but mm -hmm. they weren't supposed to be because of the uh, technically, for a business to legally use a GMRS radio previously, they would have had to have an individual license for each employee each that employee, used yeah. the radios, which would have gotten very expensive very quickly. But now they'll be able to purchase those same radios. It'll now be labeled FRS radios. And, and they can use it for business. Use license them for business for, with no license free. required. Yeah. That's uh, I think that's a big win for – you know, it's a big win for a lot of – uh, mom-and-pop operations that can't afford to go out and buy a business radio or get a business license, but they need the radios. I agree. And, and uh, you know, I, I won't like to sell business radios as much as anyone. We're in yeah. the business of selling business radios, but there's some applications where it just makes more sense to buy a, you know, sure. a, a low-cost radio. There are certainly trade-offs to that, but um, it, it's going to be nice for us to be able to legally recommend these products when it's appropriate for a certain business to use them. Um, moving on, there are some small changes to the CB service. Mm -hmm. CB has always meant Citizens Band, and it's yes. technically it's been the Citizens Band radio service, but now they're changing the name officially to the CB radio, CB service. radio service. Citizens Band, quote unquote, is being removed from uh, from this completely. It's just, just that nobody refers to it as right. that. In fact, if, uh, I've mentioned Citizens Band before, and people would say, what's Citizens Band? Well, that's CB. Oh, CB. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that makes sense. Um, also, uh, with CB, they're removing the limit on how far you can transmit. Previously, it was illegal for you to transmit um, at distances over, uh, I don't know, it's specific, but it's like 100 miles or so. So skip where people are talking over distances. It happens all the time, and people try yeah. to do it. Um, it. But it was illegal. Now, it's legal to do that. However, they're not raising the power limit on the radio. So it's still, uh, what, four watts, I believe? Yeah, it's is, only four is, watts. Yeah. So, um, You know, believe it or not, I've, all, I've already um, received a comment from somebody who, who complained about the fact that, well, even though they, they raised the, the distance limit, 
to complain about the fact that, that oh, well, we can't talk to anybody in another country on CB. Uh, well, <laughs> that wasn't the intent of CB in the first place. But And nothing really changed with that, right? I mean, you, you couldn't... You couldn't do it before, but I think that's what they were, I guess, they were hoping for. Um, and I guess you can. I mean, if you're... You know, you're on the border, and they're on the other side of the border. I don't want to get started on my old rant about no matter what you give people, it's never enough. You know, yeah. it's, it's um, but uh, one more uh, before we move oh, on, like one more note about CB. They've made um, a change um, where wireless headsets are now legal. Oh yeah, they did on CB. They I did. want to mention that previously, I believe there was some kind of prohibition on that. Although some radios use Bluetooth, but now you can have. Uh, official wireless headsets support built into the CB and they are also no longer requiring the serial number to be engraved yeah, on the radio. Right. That's right. Um, maybe that will lead to lower priced radios because that's kind of antiquated and I'm sure that manufacturers have to do something special to, to do that. Um, so it kind of brings it in line with other types of consumer products and not requiring an engraved serial number. You can just have it on a sticker and that's fine. Sounds like CBers win on this one too. I, I, I think I, so. I do. Well, other notable changes affecting all these services. You did mention uh, voice scramblings prohibited. Uh, any kind of voice obscuring features are, are prohibited across the entire uh, range of personal radio services. Um, okay, um, what they're saying is that 18 months after adoption, uh, assuming that this will be adopted shortly, no person shall be permitted to manufacture, import, sell, or offer for sale any equipment that incorporates voice scrambling or obscuring any of the PRS regardless of previous certification. So that means if you had a radio that could do it before, you can't do it. You can't have it now. Right. If you own, Actually, if you own the radio that supports it, you're fine. Mm-hmm. If we as buy2wayradios.com have radios with voice scrambling in stock, we can't sell it a year and a half from now, assuming this passes, which I don't think is really going to be an issue. I don't think any radios that are GMRS support voice scrambling anymore anyway yeah. that are you know, made by any of the manufacturers we sell. And you know, I think we're, we cover all the majors oh. for sure. And then uh, radios combining multiple services will no longer be approved. This, this is includes, a big one. You know, this includes FRS and GMRS, although GMRS is compatible with FRS. Um, so, this is the, the biggest impact on that is um, there were some very popular marine radios that also supported GMRS. Yeah. Um, also, I believe there were some manufacturers looking at making a combination MERS GMRS radio. I think uh, Balfong uh, supposedly put out one. I think that did multiple services. I know there's some floating around. I don't know who, who makes them specifically, but... Um, can't do that anymore. No. Can't get that approved anymore. So anyone that has one of those now is actually in good shape because I think they're going to be able to continue to sell that for a while, uh, at least 18 months. So this reform, I mean, that's what it is. It's a full reform. They are basically rewriting the Part 95 rules um, all the way around. And it's under tentative consideration by the FCC. They're going to put it up for consideration on May 18th, 2017. And if you're interested in watching the live stream, you can go to FCC.gov slash general slash live, or you can just type in FCC.gov slash live, 
and uh, it'll take you right to that page. Uh, I think it starts at 10.30 in the morning on that Thursday. So um, it's kind of like watching C-SPAN, but uh, in this case, this is something that's relevant to uh, anyone who uses uh, radio services in the Part 95, and, and uh, this would be of interest. Well, it's of interest to, to, to me, for sure. I'll, yeah. I'll be watching, but uh, if watching C-SPAN isn't your thing, um, stay tuned to our blog, and I'm sure we'll have a, an announcement if it's approved. Yeah, and now one thing to note, um, this player that they have on their site um, does require Flash to view. So if you don't have Flash in your computer or it's out of date, hasn't been updated, uh, you'll need to get it installed and update to, to view it. Otherwise, you're really not going to see much. So uh, just that's just uh, a heads up for everyone. All right. Well, uh, those. Uh, what, what do you think? You think this is a win? I think it's a win-win for everybody. Really? I think so. I like it. I, I'm a big fan of this. I, I think that as a company selling radios, especially, and you know, I, that, this is a perspective that most people aren't going to have because they're not in the radio business, at least of, of selling them. But it's difficult for us to sell a product that requires a license and, you know, feel obligated to tell our customers you have to purchase a license to use this product mm-hmm. when none of our competitors are telling their customers that. And we are the one light in the darkness <laughs> and no one really is getting a license. So it kind of has put our customers at a disadvantage for a long time to, um, you know, be told that and to be thinking that, oh, I need to get a license to use this when technically you do, but, you know, mm-hmm. I've 999 tested, out of 1,000. I've tested competitors before in, like, Best Buy and Target and Walmart and, and um, looking at a set of talkabouts or whatever, and somebody comes up and asks, you know, especially the the big box stores, they, they'll they tell you, no, they don't need a license. They don't need a license. And they flat out tell you Yeah, that. they don't need a license. And I go, oh, okay. And, but, I mean, there's nothing on the box that says you need a license. And, and I've looked, you know, I'm sure we've all looked. The manual, yeah, it does tell you, yeah, it it, but you. it's like the fine print that you don't read on the bottom of Yeah, well, it's like that them. safety yeah. page that everybody skips. <laughs> it, yeah, it's on, like, the last page. You need a magnifying glass to read it. If it was that big of a deal, then yeah, every indication it, it would was, be flashing lights on the yeah. boxes that you need yeah. a license for this. Everything pointed to it's not a big deal and no one does it, but the law is still one thing. So we, you know, you don't feel right telling a customer, oh yeah, don't worry about this law. It, it's just you know, as a company, yet, it doesn't feel right to it's a for risk that, to that be you your, take. Yeah, but yeah. as Anthony was saying, that's pretty much what what a lot of these retailers do every day. Oh yeah, they don't they don't know. Well, they just ignore it entirely. They, they don't, don't know. know. Yeah, a lot of the the, the guy working have no idea. The guy working at Best Buy is, you know, he sells two-way radios, he sells washers and dryers and refrigerators and car stereos and TVs. He's not no one's ever mentioned a license to like, him. He doesn't know like we are. Yeah, we know right. that that's all we do. Um, so we'll we'll see what happens on May 18th. I think that um, something we're going to have to look at more closely is how each radio is affected. We do have a few models. Uh, that aren't going to be FRS only radios. The the GXT one thousand, for example, mm-hmm. is our most popular um, FRS slash GMRS radio currently, and because it transmits at over two watts of power, it's going to fall into the GMRS mm-hmm. category. Yeah. 
So it's not going to be a license-free radio after this. It's going to be a license required. It's going to be in the same boat we're in today. But fortunately, though, we'll have 18 months to figure it all out. Manufacturers will have 18 months, you know, to figure it all out and sort of sort out everything and say will they i mean it it reads to me like if i'm buying a radio that um falls into gmrs after may 18th i'm still supposed to have a license maybe we need to get some clarification on that we may we may need to that that's true uh certainly the the midland mxts are going to be gmrs radios they'll have to be yeah and they're they're going to require a license um so I would think that the GXT-1000 would also. Why would it be different than the MXTs? That's a good point. That's that's a good point. Um, I think there are a couple of other radios uh, out there that are also a little bit higher power. I think there's a, a, a couple, couple of Motorola's. I think, you, yeah, you mentioned a couple Unidans. of Motorola's that are over 2 watts. and uh, Cobra's got a couple that Cobra's are 3.5 yeah. or something like that. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to need to put out a list of the radios that we sell that are over the 2 watts. And then the, the question is, well, what if you operate these in lower or medium power mode so that they're below 2 watts, but they're capable of going to 3 watts? Where does, where's the line on that? Still a, it, still a bit of a gray area. Yeah, seems to be. Hmm. I guess we'll know more after the 18th, May 18th, 2017. So stay tuned, and when it happens, we will let you know. We'll keep you all updated. Uh, subscribe to our blog uh, at bytowearradios.com. And uh, I, I usually try to get the latest news up there uh, on the blog as soon as I hear about it. So um, once I know, you'll know too. And we'll also uh, do a follow-up on uh, another episode of the Two-Way Radio Show. All right, any other comments on uh, on the Part 95 rule? Uh Proposal think, reform? I think we covered it. Watch our blog and maybe even our Twitter feed for an update around the 18th, and we'll be sure to announce what the decision is if you're not watching live. Right. Well, coming up, we'll review the Midland MXT 115 Micro Mobile GMRS two way radio. Is this the high powered GMRS radio we've been waiting for or not? We'll find out next on the two way radio show. Searching for two-way radios? Buy two-way radios has what you need. Buy two-way radios is the source for two-way radios and radio accessories from major name brand manufacturers for businesses and consumers alike. Buy two-way radios provides more than just great radios at a great price. We are a leading source of expert advice on the products that we sell and can assist in finding the perfect solution for you or your business. We also deliver great service. Our products are stocked at our local warehouse. This allows us to guarantee processing time and fast shipment of your order. Whether you're searching for two-way radios for general consumer or business use, Buy Two-Way Radios can help you find the best solution for you. Give us a call at 1-800-584-1445 or enter our live chat at buytwowayradios.com weekdays. Buy Two-Way Radios at buytwowayradios.com. Your radio specialists. You're listening to the Two-Way Radio Show, and this week we're going to review a new micromobile GMRS two-way radio from Midland, the MXT-115. Well, Midland kind of shook up the 
GMRS world uh, last year when they started releasing mobile radios. Uh, you know, it's very seldom you see any mobile capable GMRS radios. Um, and it, I must say it was a long time coming, but one of the biggest gripes about that radio that they came out with last year was it was only a five watt radio. Now they've come out uh, as of the first of this year with a couple new units. Um, specifically today, we're talking about the MXT 115. Um, it's a 15 watt repeater capable mobile radio, um, which is it's, and it's been awesome. Uh, we've had a lot of uh, success with this radio as far as what it's capable of doing and and everything that you get in this package. Um, as I mentioned, it's 15 watts output power. Uh, it does have your 15 uh, GMRS channels, you know, basically one through seven and 15 through 22 to be compatible with the handhelds. And it's got the eight repeater GMRS frequencies programmed in as well, um, which is amazing. Uh, you know, there's, there's quite a few folks that do use the uh, take advantage of the repeaters that are out there programmed for GMRS. And this is going to give you a little bit more range and be compatible with those repeaters. Small unit. It's, it's, I don't have the dimensions here in front of me. It, it is small. It's not much larger than the uh, MXT-105, the MXT-100, which was the, uh, the original. Yeah, um, it's, it's very small, lightweight um, unit. I mean, it's perfect for... I mean, I've, I've heard, I always ask a lot of folks how they're installing these. I've had people installing on ATVs, on golf carts, in their vehicles. There's been numerous installations on these things. Um, it even comes with hook and loop fastener, so you can just slap yeah, it up it's, there. Yeah, it comes with the mounting bracket, but really all you need is, the, I mean, with the hook and loop, you just got, you can just stick it to the side of anything, and it's mm-hmm. going to hold. I mean, it's very, very lightweight also comes with a mag mount antenna so everything you need right in the box yeah it's yeah, uh it's ready it's, to go it's good to go um so it's basically got you know some of the same features as some of your your handhelds it's got the the weather channels it's got weather scan um it's got uh it supports the 142 different privacy codes like your midland handy talks or uh, motorola talkabouts uh things like that it's got the Roger beep. It's got a uh, manual squelch uh, adjusting, you know, so it uh, adjusts on its own there. Keypad lock, it's the monitor. Um, one thing I like about it, it's got a USB charging port on the front of it. Um, yeah, that's a nice plug feature. Plug your I iPhone like too, or your, yeah. your, your Android phone or whatever, uh, plug right into that and, and be able to be good to go. Uh, it does have a 3.5 millimeter audio jack on there as well. Um, so if you want to external speaker. plug in an external speaker yeah. to give you a little bit more um, volume, you can absolutely do that. Um, the backlit LCD display is, uh, is a nice feature with the eight selectable colors. And, and I, I demonstrated that on the video. When we did the video on the MXT radios, the new ones, you can actually see that and you see all the colors there. I, I showed uh, uh, that one and uh, I, I like that feature. Yeah, it's uh, they they really did a nice job with this radio. I mean, the big win was making it repeater capable and and getting a little bit more power out of it. I mean, on regular simplex on your GMRS channels with 15 watts, that's going to get out there quite a bit. 
um, but then giving you the capability to go through repeaters for a little bit of uh, more coverage is, is a great idea. Um, yeah. But this, uh, so in the box, you get your 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 MXT one fifteen micro mobile radio. Um, you get a the mounting hardware, the hand mic, uh, the microphone holder, of course. You get a twelve volt power cord with vehicle adapter. Uh, as Danny said, the magnetic mount mobile antenna with the it's got a nineteen foot cable on it, so it's gonna run. You're gonna be able to put that in just about anything um, and have enough room. We do sell some uh, different antennas for them and some different cables for them and whatnot. It uses just your standard SO239 connector on the back, uh, which is you know very popular with the mobile radios. Um, but 149.99 for that radio. Um, it's a good to, price to to be able to. Uh, and like I said, the, the installing these is endless. I mean, four wheelers, golf carts. Um, what I like also is they've made the installation so easy. You can you can hardwire it into your car, but yeah. and that but that's a big turnoff for a lot yeah, of people because yeah, they, they think oh well I'm going to have to take this somewhere or I'm going to have to know how to to connect a couple of wires. You can plug this into a cigarette lighter. Right. Yeah, it doesn't use that much amperage that that you can't do that with. It, it, right. I think 15 watts is probably a good spot to to say yeah you know we can we can safely do it here. Yeah, and there's a, a 40 watt version of this radio as well, the MXT 400, I believe. Yeah, and that has to be hardwired. That just draws. That, yeah. that one draws, I think, around nine amps. Yeah, but this one should be just fine, plugged right into your cigarette lighter if that's the way you choose to do it. It can also be hardwired if you prefer. Right. But well, this thing is um, it's perfect for. Uh, we had a, a group that, that travels together and just basically have a, their own little caravan and. Um, you know, CB wasn't quite long enough, you know, range wise, if they got, you know, two miles apart, um, they, they wanted something with a little bit more power or to also be able to communicate with the handy talks that are, you know, out there as well. So lots of, uh, lots of uses for this, for sure. You know, the hand mic is also pretty solid too, and it has a couple of controls on it. You, you can manage, uh, some, some of the functions of the radio with the, uh, with the controls, so you know, overall, it's it's a very versatile, um, very versatile radio. I like it. It's it's become my favorite GMRS radio. Yeah, they did they did a really nice job. Midland, uh, I'm a, I'm a big Midland fan anyway, so I'm I'm glad they that they uh, that they jumped in and and were one of the first to put this out. I don't think I don't know of anybody else doing a. A GMRS, true GMRS mobile. No, no, they were they were the first ones I think to really. They came out with the 100, the MXT 100. Then they came out with these three to replace that one, uh, the 105, the 115, and the 400, which uh, Danny mentioned earlier. Um, overall, I think so far the response has been really, really good to this. To, yeah, I to think. All three well, of these like radios. I said, with the MXT 100 when it came out, it was five watts and not repeater capable, and a lot of, I mean, it did okay. But a lot of folks were kind of griping about it, and maybe Midland listened. Yeah, those said, were the two complaints, not yeah, powerful well, enough and yeah, no, yeah. no Well, repeat. the weather channels, too. There were a lot of people yeah. that complained, oh, there, there are no weather channels on here. Well, they definitely, so, uh, they definitely I think they, uh, I'd like to say that they, <laughs> that they uh, listened to y'all, and they Because uh, this they, one they has all three. In there. <laughs> yeah. they, they addressed everything. Right. Yeah, they did. Um, so you give this one two thumbs up. Yeah, I, it's 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 been a really popular radio um, so far. 
uh, yeah, I've been really impressed uh, with this radio myself. Uh, and of course, if you uh, enter promo code SHOW at checkout, you can save an additional 5% off your order. That's right. All right, any other uh, comments on the MXT 115? Nope, I think we covered it. All right. Well, we've got some comments and questions from our blog and our forum at twowayradioforum.com. And the first one comes from Mitch Jim. And he wants to know, what would be the recommended CB for use during travel to monitor traffic problems on vacation trips? And that's from Mitch Jim. Um, I think that would be pretty much any CB radio. I don't think it's really... Uh, with CBs, that's the whole idea. Get out there, and if you've got a CB in your car, you can always call out. If you're stuck in traffic, you can call out. I mean, I've done that when I used to run CBs in my car. You know, what's the holdup? And somebody's yeah. going to answer you. Oh, there's a three-car pileup up here at the uh, you know five miles ahead. Yeah, I mean, well, CBs are really handy for things like that, and um, I think just about any CB will work. I mean, you could go out and get a $200 CB with decked out with everything, but uh, I don't think for just simple traffic monitoring and reports that you would need anything that hefty. You can just go get yeah. a, like a $40, $50 one. I think it breaks down like this. You first need to decide if you want to go handheld or mobile. If you mm -hmm. go with a handheld, it's going to be easy to move your CB from one car to another. It's going to be easy to take it out of your car if you're not going on trips, for example, if you only want to use it in a certain situation, but your range is going to be more limited with that handheld CB. Um, with the installed CB, you'll be able to put an antenna on your car and increase your range, but you're still going to be limited to the four watts of power that the, the CB itself has. Um, but the external antenna is going to give you a lot more capability as far as range, but it's an installed option and but you know from there just for traffic monitoring type situations any mobile is going to be as good as the other for the most part look at the other features that that are available maybe you want yeah. bluetooth maybe you want a nice digital screen right then in that case um you know look at some of the high-end cobras high-end unitins i think it really depends on what you need it for besides yeah. that if, if all you need to do is just listen to traffic monitoring i don't think anything major but if you want to do all those other things and yeah. if you want to be hands-free you know you want to be able to bluetooth connect your phone to it there's a cb for that cobra even has a cb out now that uh will work with their uh their iRadar app that's right it's almost like combining a radar detector and a cb all in one so which is uh they thought of everything i you know just about <laughs> Well, um, our next question comes from, uh, let's see, actually both Jerry and Dave asked the same question. They wanted to know, how do you get the display, oh, and they're asking about the Ocean KGUV9D, and they want to know, how do you get the display to show channel name instead of channel number? And that's from both Dave and Jerry. Um, Basically, it's it's pretty easy actually. Uh, on the um, KGV8Ds and some of the other ocean radios, you have the the A the A slash B button that's used to to switch from from the A side to the B side. Um, in place of that, they now have something called the TDR button. On the TDR button, what you do is you hold it down for two seconds and then release to change from VFO mode to channel mode. And of course, there are three different channel modes. So what you do is you toggle it. So every time you press and hold the TDR button down for a couple seconds and release, it changes it from 
you know, from one to the next mode. So you have the uh, uh, frequency mode, and then uh, you do it again, and it goes to channel mode where you have the channel name displayed, and then the channel number, and the, you know, that sort of thing. So it's just a matter of uh, holding down that button for a second or two to switch back and forth between the different modes. It's actually very simple, but it's not really explained too well. <laughs> okay. So um, a lot of people get confused with that. All right, and uh, our next one is a comment, and this is from Gary. He says, I enjoyed the speculation of the MD-2017. He's referring to episode uh, 111, the new TYT MD-2017 uh, radio that we were talking about in our last episode. Oh, how could I forget? Yeah. He said, I enjoyed the speculation of the MD-2017. Good show. I'm very interested in this radio. Please keep us updated. And uh, then he gives his guesses for uh, what the release date will be. Um, and uh, he says, thanks, guys. That's from Gary. Um, last episode, we uh, discussed the MD-2017 and speculated on when it might be released. And we had a little fun with it and decided to have a contest. And the contest was to, to guess, if you could guess the date of when we would receive the MD-2017 in our warehouse, you would win an MD-2017. That's right. And um, we... Um, that was sort of an impromptu contest. It, it we was. just kind of came up with it in the middle of the podcast, and I'm surprised. I mean, I lost count after about 50 entries. I mean, we, we just keep getting we, bombarded with entries. We, we have, and actually the contest closed on the uh, 21st of April. The window for entries closed on, on April 21st, but we're still getting entries. <laughs> so, um, but to thanks to everyone who's participated in this, and uh, the, of course the MD 2017 hasn't arrived yet, but as soon as it does, we will announce the winner, and that winner will receive uh, an MD. 2017. You know, I'm surprised. A lot of you guys are really optimistic. There was a lot of entries where people were saying, like, you know, April 20th, April 15th. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. Someone turned in an entry that was dated, I think, April 20, 21st or something, and it said, oh, yeah, it'll be here April 15th. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got one guy that um, chose a date prior to when he placed his, yeah. his entry. But, but uh, uh, yeah, that was um, – I'm surprised. Yeah, it's still not here. We actually were expecting demos mm-hmm. um, Anthony, this you week. were expecting, expecting yesterday, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And guess what? No demos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm so happy we're not taking pre-orders on this one. <laughs> so much. Yeah, we learned our lesson on that one. <laughs> but um, – but it, once again, we are uh, waiting to receive um, ours in the warehouse, and as soon as we do, we will announce the winner. And uh, also, those who uh, participated, you know, we'll, we'll, we're sending a, a runner-up uh, T-shirt, a two-way radio show T-shirt that was in the, uh, uh, I think that was in the podcast as well. And uh, we may have a, a surprise uh, for for all those who participated. So so, so stay tuned, and uh, we'll keep you all uh, informed as to uh, when the MD-2017 arrives, um, providing it, it does arrive. <laughs> Don't hold your breath. Hopefully it doesn't turn into an MD-2018. Yeah, <laughs> we might have to change the name of the radio. Uh. Yeah, fortunately, they do seem to be very close, but 
I don't know. We, we've heard that before. I, I really want to see a radio before I get excited. Yeah. Agreed. If not a, a production model, just a demo, which is what we, we were supposed to get a couple of demos with our prior shipment that arrived yesterday. I was very disappointed because I was waiting to do a, a video, an unboxing video. Oh, I was frustrated. Too. I went out there thinking, oh, this is great. I can't wait. I mean, I was looking. F- I don't get excited about much, and I was, I'm was i excited about this radio, and I was out there, and I mean, I even helped them tear these boxes <laughs> open because I wanted these radios, and it was like... You know, asking for a bike for Christmas and not getting a bike for Christmas. <laughs> you know, getting a pair of socks instead. It was like, ugh. Well, what's, what's the latest word from TYT on this one? So they were having a, a firmware software issue with the time slots um, and it not working the way that it's supposed to. So they got to go in. Their engineer has to go in and tweak something. Hmm. Um, so... It sounds like kind of the same kind of problem they were having well, with the 9600, yeah. but um, that's all we know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stay tuned. Well, well, I guess that does it for our comments and questions this week. Uh, send your comments and questions for Danny, Anthony, or myself to show at buy2wayradios.com. If you want to know more about today's topic or about two-way radios in general, check out our forum discussions at twowayradioforum.com. Of course, you can subscribe to the Two-Way Radio Show directly from our website at twowayradioshow.com or hear it on iTunes, Blueberry.com, Google Play Music, or Stitcher Radio. All right, well, I guess that does it for our uh, our show this week. Uh, before we go, any any final comment? Nope. I don't think so. All right, well, I'm excited to, to see. Stay tuned for the 18th, uh, on May 18th. Let's see what uh, the FCC decides to do on the uh, Part 95 uh, rewrite. Three, I can't four. wait. I'm ready. Mm-hmm. It's been seven years. Yeah. Well, today's show is sponsored by BuyTwoWayRadios.com. Whether you're searching for two-way radios for general consumer or business use, BuyTwoWay Radios can help you find the best solution for your needs. Enter the promo code SHOW at checkout and save an additional 5% off your order. Give us a call at 1-800-584-1445 or enter our live chat at BuyTwoWayRadios.com. Well, everyone, as always, thanks for listening, and until next time, for the Two-Way Radio Show, I'm Rick Savoya. I'm Danny Feimster. And I'm Anthony Roquet. And we're out. Out.